Hi, friends. You're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we will take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we are all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Well, we are so excited, everyone. We are here kicking off season four of Created Podcast, and it is 2024. We have come into a new year. I can't believe it. A new year, new season. Um, We are beyond excited, I think, for everything that we have dreamed and planned and prayed for um, that is coming up this year. And we actually today have four voices on the podcast. We have Sarah joining us, who is the fourth member of our team. I know that you've heard her voice a few times last season, and this season, you're going to hear it just a little bit more. So we're so excited about that. Yes. Yay. Um, But yeah, so just to kind of kick off and maybe set the tone for this season, we have really been praying into... uh, as you maybe heard in our intro, our whole podcast is learning more about who God is in order to know more of who we are. And we really think the best question to ask ourselves is not really, who am I, but who is God? Mm -hmm. So that we can walk confidently and boldly because our confidence lies in Him. And so the more we understand Him, the more we learn about Him in His infinite being, uh, the more we can just walk in the confidence here on the earth side. So this season, we are going to be discussing the names of God because he's so gracious to help us learn about his nature and his character. And he helps us in uh, his infinity. I don't know if that's a word, but I just used it. So there it is Um, (laughs) to help understand who he is. So we're going to be tackling a name per episode this season. And yes, we are going to have guests on. We are going to have um, this season. We'll have some babies born and yeah. <laughs> Emily and I will have our yeah. sweet girls this season as well. So um, you may hear uh, our voices kind of in and out. Uh, you may hear more of Sarah and Taffy's. You may hear more of or I'm Amanda, Emily, and me, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this season we're really excited because it's going to be a little bit of a melting pot, especially as we have friends come on and share also on maybe the names of God that have really impacted their life. So we're excited to dive in. We're excited to just grow together, learn together, and keep on this journey of Created Podcast. So With that, it's a mouthful, Um, and I just talked for a long time, so y'all, happy new year. Does everyone want to just share a little bit of how your new year and your holiday season and Christmas and everything was? Yes, I'll go. (laughs) Um, No, it was really good. It was 
a lot of family time, which was really sweet. Um, just enjoying just family time with – it wasn't – I feel like this year it was a, normally a, like a lot of things. I feel like a lot was going on right up until Christmas. But then it was more of just like, okay, let's just be together. Let's just chill. It was very relaxing. It was really sweet um, to, I think, end the year like that and just enter in with a more of a restful entering in. Um so, no, it was really good. It was really great. A lot of memories, a lot of games, a lot of food. <laughs> Those are always good things. <laughs> I feel like ours was similar to that. Very ended up being a lot more restful than I thought. We ended up getting sick the whole week leading up to Christmas. So all of our plans that we had kind of got canceled, which actually ended up being kind of a sweet thing. Like the kids weren't that sick, so it wasn't like – everyone was totally miserable. So we were able to just kind of like spend some family time at home. And um, that was really sweet. And then Christmas was a lot smaller than it usually is because all of um, Dal and I's siblings were not there, uh, which of course we missed them, but it just it made for a little bit kind of quieter Christmas, which was sweet. Um, and then man did come the day after Christmas, which was super nice to be able to see her and spend time with their family. So I would say we had a really nice Christmas too, which was great. Mand, did you love your Christmas? You weren't oh, yes, you I guess weren't I will here. You have share. to tell us <laughs> no. about your Christmas. Yes. Just because you talk yes. so much doesn't mean you are off the hook. <laughs> I get away. Yeah, I know. We had a really great Christmas in Iowa, which is where my husband's side of the family is. Um, and so that was really sweet to be all together. And on our last day, it snowed. So that was great. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen snow fall from the sky, although it was a very abnormally warm Christmas for us. But yeah, then um, my brother-in-law also got married in January. So um, Eli and I traveled. We were in Iowa, went to Arizona so that we could see our family and that's where the wedding was as well. So um, Eric did a little back and forth but met us over there and we had a very, again, it was just a really, I feel similar to everyone else, really relaxed, really nice, nothing. Uh, Eli and I and Eric, we've, I feel like, been sick before Christmas, during Christmas, recovered for a few days, got sick again and here we are. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. We are, I feel like, weeks of fighting just being sick. So it was nice. Although we were traveling a lot, it did feel in our travels, I really tried to rest as much as possible and not do too much just mm. because we were, we've just been fighting the good old cold season that we're all in at the moment. So but yeah, it was really, it was really good. Cool. Um, I had a really good Christmas. Actually, we, my mom and I got COVID just before Christmas. So we were just praying that when Christmas came, we were all clear. So we were, we were all clear. It just meant that my brother's birthday is um, mid-December. So it just meant that his birthday day got canceled um, and we just had to do it a few days later. But that was okay. We were healthy for Christmas, which was amazing. It was um, so much fun. We hosted Christmas at our house, which I always love. And it was just such a ball. But this time I was very intentional about my time after Christmas. So I really just 
um, wanted to have a restful time, but I also wanted to be intentional with with relationships. So I spent it with my aunt, who I don't get to see as much because she she doesn't live close by. But also with all the things I was doing last year, I just never had time to go and see her. So I set out a whole week to see her, and we just did Christmas all over again, which was just amazing. Um, and then after that, I had a week with my brother and sister in law and my little niece for a whole week, and it stayed over and. It was just so much fun. She is nearly two and she's just a ball. Um, and very words are coming out and just things are just fun. And I was about to say, and creative. She's very creative. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had a really, really great Christmas. But that being said, um, as you've heard all our Christmases, we hope that you all had a great time and had some you know, whatever that looked like, we hope that it was good and you're ready for 2024. I'm very excited for this year. And also the fact that we get to dive in and talk about the names of God and see how we are in relation to who God is in that. So today I'm going to kick us off. We are talking about Elohim. So Elohim is God in his deity. So God in his fullness. And as we were looking at this, we had lots of discussions and lots of back and forth. And But, but we really wanted to make it simple so we can start the journey of knowing the fullness of who God is. And if you have studied or even looked at the word Elohim, there is nothing simple about it. It is as complex as it comes and our minds cannot even begin to fathom. But um, when you see, the first time we see the word Elohim, we see it actually in Genesis 1 verse 1. And it actually made me stop in my tracks and think, why would God put the word for him, Elohim, at the beginning? And Elohim, it means deity, it means the fullness of who God is. And I'm talking about capital E, Elohim, because you'll see other Elohims in the Bible, little ones, but they're talking about um, little deities, like angels, like us. Um, but I'm talking about capital E, Elohim, God, Elohim. And when we look at this Elohim in Genesis 1 verse 1, it's actually talking about God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God in his fullness, in his entity. So it's not like God and then the world. It's it's like this big word encompasses everything we know that is created on this earth. Everything that it is, this word encompasses it. And when I looked at um, Elohim being God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it meant that God wanted us to know that Jesus was there at the beginning, that the Holy Spirit was there at the beginning, that God the Father was there at the beginning. He didn't start in, Jesus and Holy Spirit didn't start in, Gen, in, in the New Testament. It started at the beginning. They were in relationship with each other and loved each other. So when we are created and everything is created, it's created in the lens of, of Elohim, who God is, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we are created to connect deeply with others and to connect deeply with God and to co-create with him. So when I look at that, I just think, wow, wow, that is a lot for a human being to hold on their shoulders. But the fact that the Lord would say that means that it is so capable. So as we like just begin to unpack that, just know the, the magnificentness 
we're creating words here as well. The magnificentness <laughs> of how we were created, because it's not just you're just a human being. You're a human being with all of Elohim, of who he was. That's how he created you, to love deeply others, but also to co-create with him and love him deeply as well. Yeah. Yes. And I do, I was meaning to say this, I think at the beginning and as we dive in and even as Taffy's sharing, it's so beautiful to um, just learn and understand more of who God is. But we do just want to share and encourage you that all the things that we are learning and going to share with you guys, we're not theologians. We're not, um, you know, we haven't spent years and years studying the Bible, although we have like I mean academically, but what we hope this can do for you guys is to encourage you that these are things that you can learn. Like there is uh, studies out there. We have so many resources now available to us that we get to dive in and understand. And we don't, you don't have to go to years of seminary to learn these things. And I think it's so beautiful the way that Taffy just described all of that and even just studying one verse like Genesis 1-1. (laughs) And there's so much that there's out there that we can learn to understand the words, the context, the meaning, the the original text to that. And so we just even hope in this study that as Taffy just maybe explained something that is so complex with something that also has an ability to bring understanding and simplicity to it, that it encourages you guys to be able to do this as well. Like, you know, this is something we all get to share in together, but I do love to have what you should just share. And I think lots of people maybe hear Elohim as God creator. Um, obviously, as you start looking into it, <laughs> I was, we were talking before and as we were sharing, we were like, actually, when I really started researching and like studying Elohim, it got almost more confusing because there's so much on it. But originally I had just known Elohim as God creator because it in I just more knew like Genesis and that's like where Elohim is first. It's the first name of God and it talks about him creating. Um but it is so amazing to actually as when you dive into the definition and the name, just the just again the magnitude like you were saying that it can bring in understanding so i guess i just wanted to encourage everyone like it's really really amazing we have such tools these days to you know dive into understand these things so anyways yeah yeah i think too i definitely so kind of even back a little bit the most people know this but Hebrew was the original language that this is all written in. Elohim is a Hebrew word. Um, But I think that it's so studying the Hebrew language and seeing like all of these names of God that are in Hebrew and just seeing like we have the opportunity to kind of back to what Mandy was saying, like when you start studying, you realize like just the vastness of the Lord and his His magnitude. And while we were all chatting and then Taffy said the blurb she, she just explained, we we're like, yes, that's exactly it. You need to say that, Taff, because we're just jumbling <laughs> around here with like all these things. And the things we were saying are all, they're all true. But I just love how like that this like Elohim, the word and all that it encompasses, 
who God is three in one from the beginning, the creator of the earth. And I was sharing with them, like, in my mind is so, like, one of the reasons I'm so excited to study these so intently with you all and with the girls is I think for me, it really kind of puts on display the magnitude of who God is. Like in our, in our earthly minds, it is hard to comprehend these things sometimes. Like, what does that even mean? Three in one, like how, how does this, how does this happen? And like, wow, I didn't know that God had like, this was the name used in the very beginning of the Bible for God, like explaining that Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God are, are there at the, the start. And for me and my like just faith and walk with the Lord, I think it's just so encouraging that like he is far bigger than I could imagine. And for my heart, it gives me even more reason to trust and have faith in who he is and that he created the world with all of these, like that is not his only name. And we'll kind of talk about that too. We're going to also bring up the word Jehovah Bor, which is also the creator. Um, and maybe like we, so Elohim is the very first word used for God in the beginning of the Bible, um, which is like deity, the creator. Jehovah Bor is more just like the singular, the creator. Um, and so you'll find that in also other places in the in the Bible, um, specifically in Isaiah um, 40, it talks about the Jehovah Bor. And then in Jehovah 42, it talks about God being like Elohim. So, man, do you in mind Isaiah just... Isaiah 42. What did I in say? Jehovah, Jehovah oh, 42. Jehovah. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah, yes. <laughs> I think I'm 42. So, man, do you mind kind of like going into that just from like the aspect yeah. of like even more like the vastness of God? Like he's Elohim, but he's also Jehovah so, Bor and how they're, yeah. you know, both the creator, but just how yeah, like our I, big God can have, I, you know, different. Yeah. I think that's the beauty um, of uh, how the Lord has really helped us even like it's such a masterpiece the Bible um, but just to give that comprehension you know for us in his description of his nature and his character I think there is this uh, really beautiful picture that's painted in so many different ways with so many different views and so many different lights of who he is and so we get to see a structure as we read and if you really study like we're talking about there is an awe that comes um, like Emily was describing she loves this and, and diving into it because I think sometimes we lose our awe of God or our wonder of who he is by simply just being mm. like kind of just reading and not really comprehending or deciding to say I want to know more about you in this way um we lose that we it just becomes familiar you know you can read Genesis 1 and be like me like God was the, in the beginning and he created things but yet, if you understand, actually, it says Elohim, you know, or in Isaiah, it says Jehovah Bor. There's such beauty to that because I think it is so specific. Our language, our English language, does not do justice to the original text because it, there was uh, so many different words, right? Like God, we just use God, but yet there's like so many different names of God 
that are used in the original text to describe who he is. So I think as you you know go through it and can study, like Emily was just saying that difference, Isaiah was pointing to in, in Isaiah 40, the aspect of God that he actually is the creator of all things. So he created, you know, the dark and the light and the water and the earth and all these things. But then he also then goes on to kind of bring it all together to say, yet God is Elohim. And although that is mm-hmm. emphasizing again that he is creator, it is he, it is he is the I am of all of this. He is the beginning and the end. He is all of these things. So the emphasis that you get to see in the character of God is so grand and so big. It's so cool to see just those differences. We may be talking about the same thing, Jehovah Bor and Elohim, which can mean the same thing, but yet they're used so specifically to emphasize different characters of God. So I think, you know, just as we learn that, that's a really cool Mm -hmm. aspect to see it in. I just love what you said, Amanda, and how you explain that because um, actually God is not wanting to be complicated when 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 the bible came about and he's not wanting to be complicated when he's showing us all these all of his names he's actually just like what you said we lose the oneness of god when we just say the word god but if we choose the proper word of the original text of which it was written in we then begin to see the magnitude of the text that we're reading so you know even as i was questioning myself and i was just having a chat with god and i was like lord you know, here you say you are, I am, and your creator, but here you're um, Jehovah Abore, and you are the creator. Like, what is the difference? But actually, every time God says a specific name of who he is in the text, he is wanting to show us a part of who he is. He's actually going, hey, I'm not just God, but I just want to show you the magnificentness of me being creator. So the reason why Elohim is used at the beginning in Genesis is he just doesn't want to appear as creator, just a single entity of creator. He's create. He's wanting to appear in the fullness of, of the fullness of who God is. So in Elohim, you will find the creator. You will find Alpha, Alpha and Omega. You will find, you know, Jehovah Jireh. You'll find all of it. But in it also, he wants to, let us know the specificness of Elohim, the relationship between God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to know that everything was created from a place of relationship. So when we go on and we live our lives, we are to live from that place of relationship. But then when he then goes on and he starts talking about different aspects of Jehovah Bore, he's going, now here, I'm just creator. I am here to do business, to create. You know, I don't want you to get mixed up with all these other things. Creator has come and he's arrived and he's going to create beautiful things. So, um, yeah, I just hope people get excited with that. (laughs) Yeah. And to see, I think, too, he wants to emphasize and for us not to be confused. Like our last tagline is like knowing that we can have hope and like clarity and confidence in knowing who we are. And he gives us clarity and confidence in who he is by saying, I am the creator. So I am the creator. You don't have to be confused. I'm the creator of time. I'm creator of all the things around you. I am creator of you. I am creator of this world. I am the creator of hope, of peace, of joy. I like I am creator. I'm going to give you clarity so that you know without a doubt, whether that's through understanding Elohim or Jehovah Bor, here's the clarity. I want you to know 
that I am the creator, you know? And so I think like that's the beauty in it as well is, is knowing he's giving us clarity to who he is, although it's complex and huge and we'll never fully understand this in his fullness until we see him face to face. He still wants to give us clarity, you know? So I feel like that's also the beauty of the names of God as we like dive into it. Which I think is so impactful when we're talking about identity because especially in our culture today, there's so much confusion of like who we are and who we're supposed to be. And the conversation I feel like is just, it's endless right now. And if we don't have our identity solidly planted in something we know is never changing and has been from the beginning, how are we supposed to know who we are? And how are we supposed to have clarity in in who we're supposed to be if we don't have our foundation set on something? For us, it's the Lord. If we, our foundation isn't set on the Lord, there is no way to have clarity in this in this life where we will be constantly searching for who we are supposed to be or the answers to who am I in life if we do not have that solid foundation of I know who I am because I know my creator and I know my creator was and has been from like he is the creator of time. There is no time for him. Like he has been and will be. And I think that I like reflect him. Right. Like, and, and I, I am a reflection created of him. to reflect him. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think that when we when we kind of like take a step back and I think it can get overwhelming to be like, well, who am I? And like, what do I want to be? And, you know, all of these things as we're searching for our identity, especially like as women, I think at least for me, constantly reflecting of like, what am I portraying to others? Who do I want to be? Like all of these things coming kind of back to the basics of like, okay, Lord, I am first and foremost your child. And I can be confident in that because of who you are. And that's kind of like, I love that we started with with this word and obviously we (laughs) kind of did it on purpose but like he is from the beginning and he is our creator and I think like in times of feeling overwhelmed or in times of feeling confused of who am I this is such a great place to go back to or just remembering we're going to talk about this at the end with our challenge but like the word Elohim and everything that it encompasses just his name alone should bring us peace and clarity of who we are because of who he is. Um, it's just like such a, such a gift. I think I feel like that the Lord has given us of just sharing his love for us and, and being so ex, like giving so, so much explanation to, to us when he didn't have to. Yeah. Sarah, do you have any other additional thoughts before we jump into the next little part? Um, yeah, I had. Well, it is a brief, a brief little thing, but I was re- so a scripture. Obviously, there's many, there's many different references, which I know we also want to put on through our socials so that you can refer back um, throughout the week just where to find a lot of this stuff as well. But there was a scripture that stood out to me. Um. It is 1 Corinthians 8, and it is, 
It is coming. Okay, yes. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 8, 6. So, yet for us there is one God, the Father from whom are all things and for whom we exist, and one Lord Jesus Christ through whom we are all things and through whom we exist. And I think like, I mean, it was repeated in that if you read that scripture, but I think again, just going back to he is like, it's hard. It is hard to explain. Like in your mind, when you think about it for a minute, you're like, oh man, like he, he is all things. Like he is it. Like there is no nothing, no it, no anything that is before him. And I think like even I was like looking back just through different stories and stuff throughout the Bible as well. That kind of also just comes back to that whole idea as well. And like even when I know he was talking to Moses and talking about him being I am like, yes, that's a different name, but how that's also encompassed into the Elohim. Like I am who I am and like him giving those instructions and stuff to Moses to go and go and tell them. I am, and then talking about how they will know that from generations to generations. And so, yeah. I love that verse. I love that point. And I'm, yeah, I'm glad that you put that in there because I think that is kind of a summary a little bit of what we just said also. So I think um, definitely this season we really also want to make sure that we're focusing on, um, like I said at the beginning, like our identity and how this should, you know, knowing more of who he is should help us grow in our confidence. So what do y'all think, um, like in this, we actually learn about ourselves. So if we are learning that he's Elohim and Jehovah bore, how does that actually affect our understanding of who we are? Does that, you know, Mm. does that make sense? Totally. Or is that me just putting myself out there (laughs) to go first? (laughs) Yeah. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I think it comes back to the whole thing of how overwhelming Elohim can be in a good way because it reminds us of the bigness of God. But in that, it's coming back to actually Sarah's um, verse that she was talking about, about when we then focus on who God is, we have that inside of us. It comes back to the little Elohims that we are created in the image of God, which means we are little Elohims. So we are we are created to create. So as I said at the beginning, we were created to to co-create with God. So in in everything that we're doing when we're walking on this earth, God wants to walk with us in relationship, just the same way as he did at the beginning with you know, when it was God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So he wants to walk with us. But as he walks with us, he wants to create with us. So basically, he wants to do what happened in Genesis 1. He wants to come and he wants to do that with us. So the whole picture of seeing Genesis 1 in play is that God saying, I want to walk with you every day and create things with you. I don't, I don't want to just do things for you. I want to create with you because when we begin to create things with God, we get to know him in a deeper way. You know, you think about, um, I was, you know, the time that I spent with my niece, you know, she is the apple of my eye. But when the time that I spent with my niece and we were baking, you know, the more that I was doing activities with her, 
the more I was getting to know my little niece, but then the more she was getting to know me. So when God is inviting us to procreate with him, he's not just doing it because it's just a fun thing to do. He's doing it and saying, come and know me in a deeper way. But as you know me in a deeper way, you will begin to know who you were truly created to be. You will begin to see things in me that are already in you. And as we begin to create together, we'll go on adventures together. And as those adventures unfold, you begin to see things that you never thought you could do, that you never thought that you were able to, to even create. And, and that's just the the, the funness and the adventure of what it means to be with Christ. So, so I get excited about this because I love all things that are creative. And uh, when people are just using their giftings, I, I just get super excited because I go, wow, you're just so showing us a glimpse of the creativity that is within God. And you're just bringing it from heaven right here onto earth. So yeah, it gets me excited. <laughs> And I think with that, I was going to say, like, that is something, there are many things that stand out within that. But I think, like, I love, like, when it comes to being creative and all that kind of stuff, like, I, I just love that and I thrive in that kind of space. Um, but I also have found myself, which I was thinking about this as well, like, personally, because I'm like, man, I find myself sometimes, like, stuck or like, oh, I can't, like, I want to create something. I don't know what to create or like, okay, how can we do it together, God? And then, and that's good. And like, yes, like creating with God, but I think also a personal challenge for me in wanting to create and move forward in that is like my, my why and my reason in doing that, wanting that to shift, to be that I want to do this because I want to learn more about you. I want to get closer to you. I want to have more intimacy with you instead of what I can produce, if that makes sense. So like with him, which is also good, but I think it's like, it was a bit of a shift in my head, in my heart and being like, okay, I actually want to create with God, but also like, I do want to have that time because I want to know more about him. And there's this thing I wrote in my phone recently for this year and it's very simple, but I had heard it and um, it just talks about every day, like I want to end the day knowing more of God and being closer to him than when I started. Mm -hmm. And so I think like, a part of this and like really diving in with these names and just like intertwining. I don't know. I don't want to say intertwining cause it's not like I should, I don't know, like not taking it out, but like really making it a priority to like call God his names and learn them. And like, I don't know, like just be in that space. And so then every day my goal is, to learn more and to know more and to be closer to him than when I started. So I love that. I think that's a good reminder for all of us. Yes. Sarah. <laughs> Such a good perspective. Yeah. I I think too this question kind of goes with our second question and how should it change us? I think I kind of touched on the like what do we learn a little bit earlier, but I think the how should it change us is like I I love this question and we've been when I I'm in another Bible study at church and I think that when you it's one thing to learn about something and then another thing to to actually be like okay now what like what do I do with this and like how do I want this to change me or how should it change me um and I think that that can be an easy question right off the bat. You're like, oh, well, 
I it should just change the way that I view God and I should see him in a bigger way. And and yes, that 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 is true. Um, I think that when you take time to reflect a little bit of like, okay, what's an area, what's an area of my life that I need to be changed by this and that, you know, I need to grow um, and allow the Lord to reveal areas to me where I could change or see him differently. And I'm starting a, a motherhood study at church, which has been really sweet. And I think I have found myself just getting into the mundane of life and you have all these little, now we have three, almost four little kiddos. And it's easy to kind of just get lost in the daily like grind or the daily routine and not actually stop and, and look at the creator and see who he is in his, in his vastness, just like we've talked about in this whole episode. And I think for me of just like, how should this change me? Um, And actually our challenge that we'll talk about is just like really resonating and kind of what Sarah said, like starting off every day with you are the creator. And for me as a mom, you created like co-created, like we've talked about my kids and I get to love them as you've loved me. And just like really just because we were also talking about like struggles of motherhood and like things that are hard. And like, I think in those moments, this is like also a good reminder of like, this should change me. This should change my parenting. This should change how I talk to others. This should change how I live my life. This should change my heart towards someone that I'm struggling with. This should change, this should change everything for us. And I think like for me right now, picking one thing, like this should change how I, my patience with my kids, like this will be something I focus on this week of like, okay, if I know God is my creator, my Elohim, the beginning, the end, and he loves me in my, in my desperate need for him and my constant like sin toward him. How do I reflect little Elohim to my kids? Um, so for me, I think that would be my like, how should this change me? This week as a focus would be like, how do I reflect little Elohim to my children? Um, yeah. Mm, I love that. And yeah, I will kind of keep going on maybe like our second question a little bit too, which our first one was, what do we learn about ourselves? And the second one is, how should this change us? And I think in that it's, I, for me, um, actually like stopping and reflecting and asking how do, do I view myself through this lens? And obviously you kind of have to approach like this is maybe things that I have to tackle first when I look at the lens through God that I see him. Okay, what's not aligning to Elohim and what's not aligning to creator in those ways? And then you have to do like the same thing for yourself. So it's like, actually, am I seeing myself through the lens of little Elohim. And for me, I think that's really challenging and like is the beauty of learning more about, okay, as I learn more about God, I can be confident because actually he sees me also as he created me, a body, soul, and spirit. I have an aspect of the Trinity even, like he is three in one and he's given us an aspect even of, of being three in one and a physical, a soul, and a spirit. But yet, like, am I able to see 
we are the bearers of who he is and to co-create and all the things that you guys have just said like am i believing my it that i am created to co-create am i believing that i am a little elohim am i aligning to how he sees me and so i think for like how should this change us for me right now even in this week it's like looking at in this season again Emily and I are just in the season of like pregnancy and motherhood and (laughs) these things. Um, But in that, like there's so much more um, to even this season for me, I feel like the Lord's been really challenging me to see, not even in the sense of like co-creating a little child that I'm about to give birth to, which is so exciting, but I am co-creating an environment in my home that is supposed to represent the Elohim of who God is. And so like, am I really actually seeing and maybe taking the responsibility? I think sometimes, I don't mean this in in like a weird way, but I feel like we lose the weight of what we actually carry, like, or the responsibility of what we carry in bearing his image and like bearing who he is to the world. And again, like I said, I feel like we can become so complacent or it can just be something that goes over our head, even if we're just reading the Bible like so mundanely. I don't want, I don't even want to treat how I am viewing myself so that my kids know they're little Elohims. So that like my friends, when they enter into our home, is reflecting the being of who God is because I see myself the way the Lord created me. to walk in that. And so I think for me, it's just challenging this week to be like more so, I guess, maybe in a simple way, just really asking myself when I'm doing something mundane or when I'm doing something in the home or when I'm doing whatever, am I believing I'm even co-creating with God? Like is doing the dishes (laughs) co-creating? Like that sounds funny, but at the same time, like I, it's, I'm creating an environment in my home that's actually creating something with the Lord. As silly as that may sound, it's like I actually have purpose in that. Like I have purpose in these small things that I'm doing. Am I believing that? Am I actually seeing him as that? Am I seeing what I'm doing as those things? And I don't know if that totally makes sense if what I'm trying to explain, but I think, you know, it's more just personally challenging. Do I see the lenses of Elohim in him and in me. Yeah. I think it's very good how you've explained that of how do I see that in everyday life? Because I was just reminded of Psalm 139 and um, it's, it's a Psalm that people are very much aware of, but actually when you look at it through the lens of God being creator and us rep like us um, being an image bearer of that, it, it really makes you stop and think and not take lightly the the mandate that God has given us. So in um, verse 15, it says, you, you formed every bone in my body when you created me in, in the secret place. Carefully, skillfully, you shaped me from nothing to something. So when you think about God creating in that way, that how, how much care did he take when he was creating us that, you know, he formed every bone in our body. He created us in that secret place and he carefully, skillfully shaped us from nothing 
to something. So creating is actually taking something from nothing to something. And we're doing that with God. And are we being image bearers when we're doing that? When I am going to reach out to somebody, to my neighbor or to somebody in church who seems to be on the peripheral of, of, of social, of the social bubble or, or of church. When I go, there was nothing between me and that person. There was nothing. And as I step into that relationship, I'm actually saying, Holy Spirit, create something beautiful out of this. Help me to love this person the way that you have loved me. Just the same way that you skillfully created me. I'm stepping into this nothing for that. So that something can happen. So I, I think that sometimes when we think creativeness, we think of creatives. We think of people that are artsy and do beautiful things. And, you know, we all do beautiful things. We just do it in a different way. So I I just want to encourage our listeners that actually when you don't shut your mind and think I'm not a creator or it's very hard for me to tap into God, the creator, because I don't see it the way that the world paints it out to be or the way that I've been shown. But actually when you turn into nothing when you step into a nothing situation and it becomes a something you are creating with God so I really want us to be encouraged this week let's be looking out like Sarah was saying let's be looking out for those moments when we can co-create with God where we step into a situation that was a nothing and it turns into a something and and let's see how God, together with God, we begin to create, co-create something that is beautiful and brings glory to him. Amen. Amen. Well, with that, Sarah and M, I know we will wrap up this episode because there's really that was a perfect bow. Thank you, Taffy, to do mm-hmm. that. Um, do you guys want to share our personal and our prayer challenge? And then we will be done with episode one of season four. Woohoo. Yeah. So our personal challenge this week is we just want to encourage everyone. There's a twofold to this, um, to write down Elohim somewhere where you can see it, um, daily and be reminded, um, to continue to meditate on that more, continue to pray into that, um, and learn about it. And then how? Sh- ask the question, how should this change me? So knowing more about, you know, this name of the Lord, how should that change you um, throughout the week? And then for our prayer challenge, we um, definitely goes hand in hand with our personal challenge. Um, usually I feel like they do. But once you've kind of um, thought about that, really praying into areas where the Lord can reveal to you Um, where you aren't believing or aren't seeing him as Elohim, him as your creator. What are areas of your life that you're holding on to or um, that you're not walking wholeheartedly with? Kind of even what Mandy was explaining of, do I live my life every day as he is Elohim? Am I I thinking of myself as a co-creator with God? Um, So, With that, I am going to close and we are just excited to start season four and so grateful for um, just that we get to do this together and honestly that we get to study this and we pray that as we study the names of God that you would also do your own studying, that you would um, just dive into who God is um, through his names. And so I'm just going to pray. Dear Lord, I thank you. Um, for 
your goodness to us. God, I thank you for your word and how you have so perfectly written it, Lord, and that we get to study your names, Father. We thank you that you are Elohim, that you are Jehovah Bor. Lord, we thank you that um, you have not, you have given us things that we can look at to see your character and who you are. Lord, I pray that that would be at the forefront of our minds this week as we go about our days, God, that we would just recall Elohim um, as we walk forward this week. God, may we be a reflection of you to all who see us and all who um, we interact with this week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to The Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget, you are created.